I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Can't tell you how much I enjoy hearing from listeners, seeing stuff on social media that you share, just talking about the show and how you listen and sharing it with your friends. Uh, I really get a kick out of it. I love what I do, as I say, each and every episode. And that goes for today's show as well. Another study, another study to support excessive moderation, my term. Another study to support that minutes matter. And I'm just going to bombard you. <laughs> literally bombard you. Well, literally? It doesn't work there, does it? <laughs> I'm going to bombard you with the science over and over, study after study, until... Until you completely embrace it. Till you go for that 10-minute walk and you come back and you think, yeah, that was worthwhile. Not just, not only, as I say so frequently, we need to take those words out of our vocabulary when it comes to exercise and movement and healthy eating and all those things. It's not I just ate an apple. You ate an apple. It's not I just walked three flights of stairs. You walked three flights of stairs. So here's yet another study. And my book, The Micro Workout Plan, is filled with these studies and these workouts. And I had a friend who shared, I think it was like a men's health article that like was almost worded as if it was breaking news that Short workouts, they literally called them, Mike, they did literally call them micro workouts, title of my most recent book, and how valuable they are. So again, I'm going to bring you these studies, this research, over and over and over again, because it's the psychology that matters. It's the, it's the people don't do stuff like park farther away and walk or take stairs instead of the uh, escalator, elevator, because they don't think, you don't think it matters. You don't think it adds up. It absolutely does. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to do an hour. You don't have to, nor could you. Most people do a hard hour. That's interval training. That's shorter and so here's another study. <laughs> here's another one. And, and again, like my my goal is for you to really start to feel better about the movement, about the little things that aren't little. They're just not. There's no small steps. Those are the steps we need to take. That's what creates change. All right? So here's the study. Just came out as recent as recent can be. February 2023, British Journal of sports medicine, non-occupational physical activity and risk of cardiovascular disease, cancer, and mortality outcomes, a dose-response meta-analysis of large prospective studies. Sounds really complicated. It's really not. And what I love, well, there's many things I love about this study, but it's cardiovascular disease, number one cause of death, right, globally, cancer, one in three people, And mortality outcomes, just death in general. And they looked at, that's what meta-analysis is. 
They looked at a bunch of studies. I'll get a little more specific about that shortly. And dose response, like how much do you need? Really like perfect for this show and for everything I do. All right. So this is a meta-analysis. Again, they looked at over 194 articles that resulted in over 30 million participants around the world, right? When they looked at all these studies, that was the number of people they uh, gleaned the data from. And it's, yeah, self-reported activity. That's problematic, but, right? Um, And it's for a minimum of three years. And what the researchers were looking to do Pretty basic, examining the relationship between physical activity and chronic disease and mortality in adults. And this is control, people. This is what I keep saying over and over. We have control. How much we move, what we put into our mouths and our state of mind and cancer and death, early death and so many issues, negative, are controllable. Are they all? Absolutely not. That's life right? But the more we move, the more positive we are mentally, the better we eat, the better our lives are going to be in so many myriad ways. Okay. And this is yet another example of that. So I always think back to that one. I mean, I trained thousands of people, you know, throughout my 30 plus years camps and personal training and all the things I I did and continue to do. And there was one that totally stuck out very wealthy. And bottom line said, I don't believe that we have any control. We're just predestined. If you're going to get, you're going to get cancer, you're going to get cancer. I stopped working with that person. Okay. I'll never forget though. There's, there's certain people that stand out. I tried, but if you don't have that belief, I say it at the beginning of my book, the micro workout plan. If you don't believe you have control, don't buy this book. If you don't believe you have control over the Three things that they're talking about in this study, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and mortality in general. Then sure, then then I hate to say it, but give up. I'm not giving up. All right, the objective, here's the abstract. To estimate the dose-response associations between non-occupational physical activity. Okay, how much uh, basically exercise outside of your occupation, right? Um, and several chronic diseases and mortality outcomes in the general adult population. Movement, negative outcomes, right? The design was, as I said earlier, a systematic review and cohort-level dose-response meta-analysis, looking at a bunch of studies, okay? They looked at the data sources uh, from PubMed, Scopus, Web of Science, and reference lists of published studies, Uh, The eligibility criteria, they were looking at prospective cohort studies with, uh, first, the general population samples of greater than uh, 10,000 adults, Uh, three greater greater than or equal to three physical activity categories, and risk measures and CIs for all-cause mortality or incidence total cardiovascular disease, coronary heart disease, stroke, heart failure, total cancer and site-specific cancers. All the stuff that we're worried about and would love to have occur less frequently, right? Or not at all, all right? As I said earlier, the results, 196 articles covering 94 cohorts with greater than 30 million participants. The evidence base was greatest, largest for all-cause mortality, 50 separate results, 
uh, incidence of cardiovascular disease, 37 results, and cancer, 31 results. In general, higher activity levels were associated with, shockingly, lower risk of all outcomes. Let me say it again. In general, higher activity levels were associated with lower risk of all outcomes. And this is amazing. If all insufficiently active individuals had achieved 8.75 met hours per week, that's half, basically, the recommended, right? The 30 minutes per day, that's why they're saying 11. Less than half. 15.7% of all premature deaths would have been averted. That's incredible. 11 minutes a day. 15% of all premature deaths would have been averted. Their conclusions. Inverse nonlinear dose response associations suggest, (laughs) associations suggest substantial protection against a range of chronic disease outcomes from small increases in non-occupational physical activity in inactive adults. You know, I have a a, a person I went to high school with. You know, I'm just, I'm turning 54 tomorrow. (laughs) Actually, scary. I know those of you who are older than me that listen are constantly telling me to stop (laughs) talking about, I just, it's a number. It truly is a number. Someone was saying it's not a number. No, it's a number. It's a number that we can really change as far as our quality of life. But this person had some major cardiac issues and is in cardiac rehab now. And we went back and forth, reached out. And I said, all the cliches are true. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Small changes. And I said, excessive moderation. Do a little bit a lot rather than a lot a little bit. That's it. So this study, exercising at a moderate to high intensity for, and they say just, I put it in red to to just call it out. I understand why we use the term or they use the term just. I just want to say exercising for a moderate or at a moderate to high intensity for 11 minutes a day was linked to a, and here's some more stats, 23% lower risk of early death, 17% lower risk of developing cardiovascular disease and a 7% lower risk of cancer. We do have control, people. And this is 11 minutes. Imagine what the results might be if we did more. Imagine what the results might be if we also added in some healthy eating. Not major changes, not deprivation diets, not focusing on what you can't eat, but focusing on the healthy foods you can. Imagine what the outcomes probably are. Imagine 11 minutes a day, longer life is what they're saying. That's half the amount of exercise generally recommended. And again, to put it in perspective, one in 10 premature deaths could have been prevented if people achieved even half the recommended of physical activity. So what's the takeaway? Yeah, start small. And you can stay small, right? In other words, the micro workouts throughout the day, 
couple minutes here, couple minutes there. If you want to, if you can, go longer than you do when you can, if you want. That's what I do. That's what I've done since I was 14 and what I will do till I'm 114. And guess what? A little leads to more. That's what people don't understand or are told, that it gets better. It gets easier. You crave the movement. You crave the the healthy foods when you find out what works for you, not what works for your friend. Whether it comes to exercise or healthy eating or motivation. And that's why I bring you all of these different studies and all of these different experts. Because you're constantly told there's one way. Here's the one way to eat. I mean, if that's not the truest sign... As far as diets go, they're totally contradictory. It's all about meat. It's no meat. And guess what? It's moderation. For me, it's the Mediterranean diet, which is what? Moderation. Eating a lot of the good things. Enough. There you go. I'm leaving it at that. Short and sweet. 11 minutes. You can do 11 minutes. And when it's, you know, moderate... Taking the stairs for most people is going to be moderate or, or more than moderate for many. So that advice that I have given and you have heard and the media has stopped asking for the small changes, the taking the stairs, the parking farther away, the going for a 10 minute walk at lunch, 20 minutes after eating postprandial, the effects, the positive benefits they have all adds up enough. All right, there you go. More fuel to the fire. More proof. Minutes matter. It all adds up. And we have control. Tom H. Fit, Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter. Love, love, love to hear from you. Reach out, questions, comments. Teamholland.com is the website. Uh, The Micro Workout Plan is the most recent book. If you've read it, greatly appreciate a Amazon review. Got to do all these things at the end. Trying to get the next book out there. It's never been harder than today. Surprises even me uh, to get that good information out there. So uh, anything you can do to support the podcast, follow, subscribe, rate, comment. Greatly appreciate it. All right, there. I did my little, my little advertising, but that's why I don't have advertising. It's so that I can bring you this stuff unfettered, <laughs> right? I will never, ever push a product, person, potion, program that I don't 100% believe in, okay? It's too important. All right, enough. More great news. I love it. I love what I do. This is uh, the best job in the world, all right? And I take it very seriously. Remember, we all control three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind, and that is awesome. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. Believe in yourself, and I'm leaving you with the words of Jack Wolaine on my radio show several years ago. I want to tell you how fortunate you are to have someone like Tom just trying to help you to have a better life.